my goodness. Bear witness to the greatest park has ever created. The smelling salt starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Canella. Left hook, white crowds, smelling salt. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling salt. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smelling salt. Punch. You already know this is Pawn, Drunk, Boxing, a.k.a. Mr. Moo, Shine himself, a.k.a. El Adobo, a.k.a. El Sazon, a.k.a. El Borracho. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, 2022 is going to be an interesting year in the sport of boxing. Oh, yes, it will be. It will be. We had an interesting year, 2021. I think it ended on a good note. It was a good fourth quarter in the 2021 year. And now we're walking in into the 2022 year. Of course, Gary Russell Jr. back in the ring. Haven't been back. Haven't been in the ring in like two years versus Mark McZayo. Gary Russell Jr. said he's injured. Gary Russell Jr. Um, came, came overweight. You know, he missed weight yet in the second try. Um, he made weight. But you could say that he's drained. He's injured. Layoff. Could Mark McZayo, the Filipino warrior, could he be the new golden child? In the Philippines, y'all already know Manny Pacquiao retired. Y'all already know how I feel about Manny Pacquiao. One of the greatest of all time, Manny Pacquiao. The eighth division world champion, the five lineal, the 12-time world champion, the ambassador, the senator, the, the humanitarian, a great husband, a great father, the greatest karaoke singer of them all, the GOAT, Manny Pacquiao. Damn, I wish I would have been his announcer. But, um... Of course, we got Keith one time Thurman back in the ring. Y'all already know Keith one time Thurman, the former unified welterweight champion of the world from Clearwater, Florida, is getting back in the ring with Mario Barrios. Um, a lot of people was mad. A lot of people were saying, I'm not paying. No, 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 no money. I don't have it. No good. I don't have the money to pay the pay-per-view for that butchie. No, not me. Oh, no. It's too much. It's too much. Come on, man. Y'all know it's January. Y'all know y'all about to get that income tax. Huh? Nah, I ain't spending that income tax, y'all. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, we haven't seen Keith Thurman in a long time. And the last, and we, gonna, we ain't gonna pay for these guys that took L's in their last fight. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna pay for it. Man, out. <laughs> I understand, folks. I understand that you don't feel like this is a pay-per-view worthy of a fight. But at the end of the day, like I said, on my YouTube channel, y'all already know if y'all haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing YouTube. Go check it out, subscribe, share, smash the like, hit the notification bell, get my updated videos. I understand that Mario Barrios and Keith and Tom Thurman is not a pay-per-view fight. I understand. I understand. It's not your traditional quote-unquote pay-per-view event. Even though it has Josecito Lopez, Alio Santa Cruz, Luis, um, Luis Neri, it's a good card. But it's a pay-per-view event. Like I said before, there are two different type of consumers, ladies and gentlemen, two different type of consumers. There's the consumer that just want to pay for a good fight, and there's the other consumer that just going to pay because that's this favorite fighter. 
If you a Keith Thurman fan, you just go and pay because you just want to see Keith Thurman regardless who he's fighting. You're willing to pay to see Keith one time Thurman. But the people that feel like this is not a good matchup, yo, you shouldn't pay. You should boycott PBC, man. They being greedy. They being greedy. <laughs> I understand, folks. But, man, I'm going to pay for the pay-per-view just like I paid for, for Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. Just like I paid for Bud Crawford versus Porter. Just like I paid for um, Tyson Fury and Wilder. Just like I paid for Clarissa Shields um, versus um, in her first pay-per-view. You know what I'm saying? When she became two-time undisputed, two different type of division, undisputed champion of the world. You know, nobody never done that. But I'm paying my money. I support boxing. Y'all already know how I consider these modern-day wars, modern-day gladiators. They put their life in the line for my pure entertainment. My pure entertainment. Now, um, again, just like last, last year, we had a trilogy. We're going to have our trilogy this year. We're going to have Chocolatito versus Estrada. It's going to be a good matchup, y'all. This might be the last fight for Chocolatito or Estrada. Maybe. Never know. I thought that was going to be the last fight for Chocolatito, but Chocolatito, he had a wonderful, a wonderful, not, I'm not going to say wonderful, but a touchy, a touchy, touchy, emotional post-fight interview. Man, the translator, fuck it up. He messed it up. Excuse my language. Damn, you know, it's a Christian show. But we'd love to see that fight. Can't wait till that fight. I believe it's going to be in March. We got an undisputed rematch. Brian Castaño to Argentina. Argentina versus Jamal Charlo, Houston, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Undisputed. A lot of people felt like, man, it, it could have gone, gone to Brian Castaño. At the end of the day, it's one of the best fights of the year, of last year. And, I'm, 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 hey, I'm all, I'm all right with the draw. In my opinion, I don't think that anybody took it away from the other man, in my opinion. I think that a lot of people didn't expect anything from, from Brian Castaño. And I think people are giving moral victories nowadays, you know, like the Isaac Cruz. I mean, I, I think he did great. But I just think that people gave him... More credit because they didn't expect anything from Isaac Cruz. Not saying that he that it was not a draw. I feel like it was a draw, but I think people be like, "Oh my God, it's a robbery! It's a robbery!" Because you ain't expect nothing from. Just let's be real. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm in these YouTube streets. I I, I, I report boxing all day long, around the clock, twenty four seven. A lot of people ain't talking about Brian Castaño. Everybody thought that Jamel Charlo was going to be undisputed for the taking. Y'all thought that Javon saying they were just going to run through Isaac Cruz. Let's be real. Let's be honest. A lot of people out there giving moral victories. But the hardest working man in boxing, the most seasoned man in boxing, Canelo Alvarez. Saul if Saul don't even got no R in it, but it just sounds good. You know? Saul Canelo Alvarez. Yes, yes, and the, the last name got R. Saul Canelo Alvarez, a.k.a. King Nelo, a.k.a. Cartelo, a.k.a. Baby, a.k.a. Get the fuck out of here, man. Canelo Alvarez, the fourth division world champion, the newly super middleweight champion of the world. The power for pound, libra por libra, cash cow, libra por libra, number one. Everybody is saying, who is he going to fight next? And like I said once before, and there's people out there that want to critique me, but I just got to call it like I see it. I don't see no man beating this man. I don't see no man beating 
This man. I don't see nobody. Yo no, yo no veo a nadie que le va a ganar a este tipo, mi friend. I don't think I nobody. I be him. No, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see him. It's one thing about being a great fighter, but a great fighter, there's on, that he's on that black mambo mode. I'm talking about that Kobe black mambo mode, that Michael Jordan mode. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez is in that mode. He's in the clouds. He's in the, not in the clouds, like, but he's in the zone. He's in the zone. He's seasoned for four times in the span of 11 months. He's, he's seasoned, y'all. And he's only 31 years old. Around that time, you already know how I always say he, he is as he, he's in his prime where his intellect and physical ability is coexisting at the highest level, y'all. But people want to see him fight. Who he's going to fight next? Who? Is it going to be Jamal Charlo? That reports, my source says, that that's the primary fight for Canelo Alvarez. But during the WBC convention, Eddie Reynoso petitioned to the WBC that they wanted to go to the Cruiserweight division so he could become a five-division world champion, which is a great accomplishment. And me, as a, as a boxing fan, and it's me seeing and me experiencing what I've seen and witnessed of Canelo Alvarez, I don't give a damn who he fights next, to be honest. I, I, I'm giving him a pass. He does not frustrate me in the sport of boxing. <laughs> I mean, he fulfilled all my needs when it comes to the sport of boxing. When we're thinking about a fighter, when we're thinking about, oh my God, these fighters don't fight enough. Canelo Alvarez does that, okay? Ain't no complaint. I don't complain about Canelo Alvarez, my friend. I no complain. He doing very, very good to me. I don't give a fuck about what he doing to you. Eh? But you're not being real if you don't like Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez is very, very good, okay, into the sport of boxing. He's working very, very hard. Está trabajando duro el tipo. Ese matatán está trabajando. Ese el capitán del boxeo. Ese el rey del boxeo. He's the king. I say the king. Now, Nelo Alvarez, is he going to buy, is he going to buy, is he going to fight Boo Boo to Andre? No, that's not going to happen. To be so Andre would have dropped his 100 WBO 160 belts to go to the Super middleweight division to see if he could. I think he wanted to um, sign a petition. WBO to be the mandatory to to um, to Canelo Alvarez. Y'all already know how Canelo Alvarez treated the Andre, which was yeah, it was funny. But at the end of the day, man, Eddie Hearn should have stepped up. Come on, mate, that's my fighter. You want to fight with him, Eddie Hearn? Just stay sure. You're a boring fighter. Ah, you're a boring fighter. Get the fuck out of here, man. I pay they, you won't pay they. <laughs> you know, the birth of Cartelo. Is he going to fight Baturbiev? Is he going to fight Bavol? But like I said, anybody knows who went to the WBC convention said it was going to be Makabu. Makabu must be tight right now because Makabu might be telling the people, yo, why you cock blocking me? Punch, punch, listen to me. They are cock blocking me. Eh? They went to the WBC to ask permission so they could fight me, a champion in the cruiserweight division. My name is Makobu, Rakango. Eh? Canelo not, uh, is not calling Chalo. Canelo didn't go to the WBC convention and say, I want to fight Boo Boo. He didn't want to fight Boo Boo. He didn't go to the, the, to the WBC convention to, to fight Baturbiev or Betabif, whatever the fuck you pronounce his name. Hmm? He didn't go to the WBC convention so he could fight Bivol. 
He didn't go to the WBC convention to see if he wants to fight Sudor Ramites. He didn't go to the WBC convention to, side, to fight Joe Smith Jr., the man that knocked up Bernard Hopkins, the legend, out to retirement. It was me. It was me. He wanted to give the golden ticket to me. He wanted to give the sweepstakes to me. I am a champion. I have what he wants, but no punch. Look at these guys over there. Look at these guys. Eh? They can't blocking me. Ah, what about me? What about Makibu? What about my people in Congo? Eh? They deserve a good match. They deserve a good fight. The economy is poor. Very, very poor. Cat blocking more than four hockeys. <laughs> Looks like um, Makibu going to be fighting January 29th. Then he signed with um, Don King. But, um, who's going to fight? Look, I said it once before. I said, I wish, you know, you know what I want? I want to know if Canelo, I, I, if Canelo Alvarez fake his retirement. That's what I want to see. Excuse me. Damn. Excuse me again. I want to see if Canelo Alvarez fake his retirement. You know why? Do you know why? I want to see if these guys want to carve their legacy, want to enhance their legacy without a Canelo Alvarez. I believe that the fighters are not enhancing their legacy because they're just waiting to get picked by Saul Canelo Alvarez. 160, 175. Well, he ran through the 168. I am not saying that the fight with these gentlemen that I, that I named, even David Benavidez, that, that's a good fight. I made videos about that fight. I'm not saying it's not a good fight. What I'm saying is that there is legacy to be enhanced. There is accomplishments to be earned without Canelo Alvarez. Legacy. Historic accomplishments. Ladies and gentlemen, the middleweight division, I already know, is one of the most historic divisions in the sport of boxing. Historic and lucrative division in the sport of boxing. We got Jamal Charlo and Marquine, Bubu Andre and Marquine, Triple G still waiting on his trilogy. Morada got his belt because, of course, Canelo Alvarez vacated the belt. But whatever. Unification battle is a unification battle. Now, Bubu and Charlo, which that's the fight that I want to see in the middleweight division. I believe if, if Canelo Alvarez make believe, just fake a retirement, I want to see him say, I retire. I retire. You know why? Because then I think it will force these guys to actually fight one another. I would think, I, I, I'm very, very sure that we will see Bavar versus Paterbiev. Then we see Paterbiev versus Joe Smith. Then we will see Bobo versus Charlo or Charlo versus Triple G or Boo versus Triple G. Because now they won't be holding on to the spot. And I'm not saying a lot of... I, I don't even think Boo was holding on to the spot. I think he want to fight everybody. I don't think nobody want to fight Boo. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck Boo did to somebody. I think he slept with somebody's baby mama or son. <laughs> Boo did something because damn. Not even a mandatory. Not even in a mandatory spot like Jaime Mugia. He's out of there. 
damn, what the hell, boo boy? Yo, boo, I need to speak. Boo, which baby mama you slept with, yo? <laughs> damn, boo boo. Nobody want a piece. Oh, boo boy, Andre. I ain't saying that these other fighters are scared. What I'm saying is, but damn, man. Yikes, I mean, he can't get nothing. He can't get nothing. But, well, uh, I want to see if Canelo Alvarez retires. Just a, a fake retirement. Of course, he's going to come back. He's still young. He still want to fight. He still want to enhance his legacy. I want to see if they go and fight because I believe a unification bound in the middleweight division to be a unified. Let's see if Charlo fights Boo. Well, let's say Charlo wins. Doesn't that make that fight with Canelo Alvarez even more interesting? Whoever becomes middleweight undisputed, doesn't that make the fight with Canelo Alvarez more interesting or be legacy versus legacy, pound for pound versus pound for pound? Undisputed versus undisputed? Right now, even if Jamal Charlo is going to be fighting the um, Canelo Alvarez, which is a good fight, it's a good name fight, but it would just be, it would just look like it's Canelo Alvarez fighting a guy that got a golden ticket, got the lottery ticket. Right now, Jamal Charlo is not in nobody's pound-for-pound pound list. Huh? Not even the casuals pound-for-pound pound list, let alone the pugilist of the game. Credible pound-for-pound pound list, he's not in it. Demetrius Andre is not in it. Penavides is not in it. Maybe Paterbi even won. Not even Bavol is not in it. Well, you're going to be like, well, Makabu is not in it too. Yeah, but it enhances his legacy to a five-division world champion. You know what I'm saying? You got to have something he won't. But if these guys, it's like I said before, imagine Boo Boo Andre fights Triple G and whoop his ass. Which ass, 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 you. Don't you think that the people will be like, hey, yo. I mean, Canelo ain't whoop Triple G's ass like that. Matter of fact, I would love to see Demise Andre versus Canelo Alvarez then. They'll put him on a pound-for-pound list. They will put him on a pound-for-pound list, unify the middleweight division, beat Triple G's ass, Canelo Alvarez, beat Triple G, but not his ass like that, right? Then people will be like, hey, yo, that's pound-for-pound, unify. Hey, yo, hey, yo, bring the interest. Right now, it's just the Canelo Alvarez interest. It's who's going to fight. It's Canelo Alvarez and the next fighter. And I just feel like there's fighters, a lot of fighters, even Baturbi. I want to see Bavol versus Baturbi. If not, I don't want to see Canelo Alvarez fight Baturbi. If not, I want to see Bavol, Baturbi. If not, I want to see. Uh, that's why I like what Joe Smith Jr. actually said. Joe Smith Jr., after his fight this past weekend, said, you know what? I would like to fight Canelo Alvarez, but I want Baturbi. And if I beat Baturbi, I'd rather have Bavol next and then Canelo Alvarez. And then you will see pound for pound versus pound for pound. Undisputed versus undisputed. Legacy versus legacy. Then it makes it interesting. Then it's Canelo Alvarez versus Joe Smith Jr. It will be like that. Like both names are respected. Both names on bold letters. Both men getting the type of pay that they well deserve. Then Canelo Alvarez said, I want to be undisputed in 175. Then Joe, Smith, then Joe Smith got something that Canelo Alvarez wants. Back-to-back undisputed. Just like Larissa Shields. I want to see what these guys going to do. I want to see what they would do if Canelo Alvarez says, I retire. 
We'll see. We will see. But a lot of great things going on in the sport of boxing. We got Virgil Ortiz, they're going to be fighting also. We got Boots Ennis, and I've been saying it for quite, for quite some time. I told you about this kid, Boots Ennis, Philip, Philadelphia, brother they love. I told y'all, I told y'all a couple of years ago, y'all been following your boy Punch Drunk. I told y'all that this man is special. Now everybody wants everybody talking about him. Uh, now you know what I'm, now you know what the fuck I was talking about. Keyshawn Davis got signed with top rank. Our number one American fighter, amateur, went out there to the Olympic, brought us the silver medal. And of course, man, I know he was a little sad because he wanted the gold medal and things of that nature. Again, Andy Cruz from Cuba got his number. But I'm going to tell you like this, man. I'm going to tell you like this. If Keyshawn Davis and Andy Cruz fight at the professional level, Keyshawn Davis going to beat his ass. I'm going to tell you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Andy Cruz, Cubano Salsa. Celia Cruz, ¿Ah? a mí me gusta mi cubano sándwich también, mi hermano. ¿Eh? Pero no going to be no pity para over here, my friend, in the pro game. <laughs> nah, he's a, good, he's a good, good amateur, man. I can't wait to see Andy Cruz in the professional level, man. He got to escape. But I would like to see that. Keyshawn Davis versus Andy Cruz in the professional level. Javon Tatang Davis, um, look, ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm, I'm going to say something about Javon Tatang Davis. I like, I like Javon Tatang Davis and anybody that follow me and, uh, and, and every, every time I'm talking about boxing, I like Javon Tatang Davis. I just don't like the way that he's being moved by me with the promotions. I think they're wasting his talent. I think they don't have no confidence in Javon Tatang Davis to have his own prestige legacy. Legacy reigns supreme. Legacy reigns supreme. is coming with Javante San Davis that got relevancy and got the chance to acquire and enhance his legacy. But if Javante San Davis just retires right now, but he got love. He got nothing. He got nothing, really, man. And I think he got the potential to be one of the greats. That's how much, that's how high I think of him. Also was talking about comeback fighters. Now, we were talking about earlier that Gary Russell Jr. is back in the ring. Keith and Tom Thurman back in the ring. Hopefully, Deontay Wilder gets back in the ring. Comeback fighters of the year. Let's see, Mikey Garcia. I think that Mikey Garcia lost the love, though. Yeah, Mikey Garcia lost the love. He lost the love. He sounds like Omar Figueroa. You know what I'm saying? When Omar Figueroa was talking the way he was talking, I said, man, he don't want to box no more. Nah, he don't want to box. I'm not going to say that Ryan Garcia is a comeback fighter because, you know what I'm saying, he, he's suffering from mental illness, in which, you know, is something to take serious, you know. I'm learning about more about mental, mental illness. I'm learning about it so, you know, I can understand other people because I come from the old, I come from the school. I ain't even going to say the old school. I come from the school in an athletic field that you just can't be the weakest link. There's something that's called mental toughness. There's something that's called mental fortitude. And that's in sports. So I grew up in sports. I play sports. So mental illness in my time, when I was playing on some serious ish, and you tell me I'm you're my opponent, and you tell me that you got what? Oh, I'm gonna get this dude. <laughs> hey yo, I'm gonna trash talk this dude. Or I'm playing ball or football, whatever, man. I'm gonna get under your skin, man. I'm gonna make you feel like you never want to be in this gridiron or this court. You what? Man, you got mental what? Man, get the F I, that, but that's, that's how people feel like, yeah, there's, it's, people want to be PG right now. 
But if I was if I was playing, man, even I'm playing in the Y in the Y right now. And you tell me, you know what I'm saying? Don't be, don't, 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 I mean, don't, 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 don't be talking to me like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm bipolar and shit. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. I'm getting on I'm getting you mad. I'm getting out your game. Feel me? So I understand from a human's point. But when it comes to sports, in the competitive, in the competitive field, man, I don't give a damn what you got. I don't give a damn if you injured. I'm going, I'm coming after you. What else? He got an, he had an injured hand, but hopefully he's be back. They talked about him and Tevin Farmer April 2nd. That's a good fight for Ryan Garcia. That's a good fight, y'all. That's a good fight for Tevin Farmer as well, a.k.a. Debo. Somebody got hit him so hard and turned that eye straight. <laughs> I think Ryan Garcia going to hit him with a good left hook and turn that other eye straight. <laughs> what y'all think? <laughs> my phone, my phone. Tell him man. I like telling him man. Shout out Philly. Philly fighters, Philly fighters. Stephen Fulton, Philly fighters. Yeah, man. Stephen Fulton, man. Talking about the Figueroa. Beating Brandon Figueroa. A lot of people feel like that was a, that was a robbery. That was a robbery. Stephen Fulton is on my pound for pound list. Yeah. What happened now? What you going to say about that? Jamel Charlo, my pound for pound list. He's number six. People be like, yo, but why he there? But why he, why, why, why isn't he? Why not? I mean, people still got Lomachenko on the pound for pound list, and he lost twice. He lost to Salido, he lost to Tiafim Lopez. Uh, and Tiafim Lopez and a lot of people, the pugilists of the game, like Andre Ward, Timothy Bradley said he needed like two more fights to get that fight. He not ready, he not ready. So now I'm sorry, man. Y'all got Lomachenko pistol pound for pound list, but I'm putting Jamal Charles on my pound for pound. Stephen Fultz on my pound for pound list. Do you have a problem? I do got a problem, my friend. The Yaki, coñazo, que yo sé mi boxeo también. What happened? It's crazy. Women boxing. Can't wait to see Reese and, and, and Chantel Cameron. Mayor Baumgartner. Natasha Jonas. Ladies, it's gonna take it's gonna be taking over to unboxing, but I want to do a separate, I want to do a separate episode for the ladies because I do believe that they're gonna be taking by they're gonna be taking over the sport of boxing 2022. But I think I think this year is gonna be a hell of a year. Um I think people need to stop thinking so much tunnel vision and stop thinking about just Errol Spence and Bud Crawford because I, I feel there's a lot of people that are just frustrated with the sport of boxing, the hardcore, just because of that fight. Just because of that fight. I've been telling the folks that fight ain't going to happen. I mean, look, it's not that I don't want it to happen, but I got to understand the history with the sport of boxing. There's fights. There's fights in the sport of boxing that should have happened that never happened in almost in every, in every era. Did Triple G fight um, Andre Ward? No. Did Riddick Bowe fight Lennox Lewis? No. Did Morales and Marquez fall? No. It's fights that I wanted to see but just didn't come to fruition. It happens in the sport of boxing. But I'm going to tell you what's going to make this one interesting. And I know that people is unhappy right now because to see Keith and Tom Thurman, you got to pay for it, right? It's like I said on the other episode. If Keith and Tom Thurman beats Mario Barrios in a spectacular fashion, and regain that name because it only takes a fight and no matter what. Highlight is a highlight. 
It's just like when Jamonte Tan Davis uppercut the ish out of Leo Santa Cruz. If there's people that ain't know about Leo Santa Cruz, they're going to they play that highlight for years and years to come. Keep with Tom Thurman makes the welterweight division interesting, more interesting, whether you like it or not. His, him, being, uh, his, him being one of the elite fighters makes this interesting. He's one of the best talkers in the game, one of the best sellers in the game. Can't neglect that. Book Crawford and Earl Spence can't, speak, can't, can't, can't sell a lick when, in terms of promoting, self-promoting themselves. And then you got Boots and then you got Virgil Ortiz and then you got Connor Ben. That's nice. You got prestige. You got pro, uh, pro, um, um. Look at this. Look, and look at this. This um. In March, you got Edgar Belanga, the heavy hitter, the heavy hitter, El Montro from Brooklyn, Boricua. You got Keyshawn Davis in the same card. You got Zayas in the same card, bro. Hopefully, you know how I want them to put on that in that same card. Young Holy, Evan Holyfield. If I had the whole field set, if they put him on that card too, ooh. I mean, they should be pumping him more than they pump. I don't know if he, if he I don't know. No, nah, I don't think he's with top rank. I don't know. But I hope they pump him the way they pump Nico Ali. First fight televised. But hey, that's what happens when you fight for legacy, you know what I'm saying? Your kids and your children's children, you know, they eat off it too, baby. They make money off it too. You can't, you can't, you can't knock Muhammad Ali's hustle. That's what happens when you fight for legacy. For legacy, that your children, children succeed because of what you did back in the days. Y'all keep on chasing purses, y'all. Chase legacy. Chase your own legacy because especially the fighters that got a good chance. Look, I understand. Get the bag. Get the bag. But if you have the chance, if you're one of the top dogs and you have the opportunity to attain, to accomplish it, a great Hall of Fame legacy, do that. Because you will live forever, man. On your down, your legacy will pick you right back up. Mm-hmm. Just like Mike Tyson. Just like Sugar Ray. Just like Roberto Duran. But if you just a dude and... I see, I don't think that Andre Brunner's legacy is going to pick him up. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, he's a four, what is it? Three, four division world champion as well. But he ain't had that legacy fight, some legacy memorable fights, even though, I mean, he had the good, uh, he had good, look, he got a good resume, though. Talk, talking about Andre, uh, um, Adrian Brown, he got, he, he, got, he got a good resume, yo. He just lost to Mikey, lost to Benny Pacquiao. He got a good legacy, though. Sean Porter got a good legacy. Shout out to Sean Porter, you know, he retired. But yeah, folks. Um, I want to see if Canelo Alvarez does retire. Man, you know, just 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 fake it like he's retired. Cause I want to see what these other guys going to be doing. Because I, I do feel they have a great opportunity to to enhance their own legacy without Canelo Alvarez. They do. But of course, um, Canelo Alvarez. Story is that Canelo Alvarez' primary uh, next opponent is going to be Jamal Charlo. Now, let's break that fat a little a, a little bit. I understand a lot of people are looking at Jamal Charlo's level of competition, right? Do he got a chance to beat Canelo Alvarez? Does he got a chance? Yeah, he got a chance. 
is a slim chance, maybe just a little bit more than a slim chance. I do believe that Jamal Charlo got, a, got, got good skills and talent and can compete with Canelo Alvarez. Caden Plank competed. Billy Joe Saunders competed. Cannon Smith competed. Now, were they, well, was they going to win? No, but they competed. Sergey Kovalev competed. You know? But this is a different Canelo Alvarez. If you were to tell me Canelo Alvarez, Jamal, Jamal Charlo before the Cannon Smith fight, maybe. But where Canelo Alvarez is at right now, he, I'm telling you, he is seasoned, bro. He's seasoned. He's a gym rat. He stays ready. He gets better. He's not going to the gym. He's not going to the gym like fat camp. He's ready. And Jamal Charlo, who built the gym in his house, his body is always ready. It's, it, uh, the, Char it's, the Charlo brothers are one of the, is, is one of these fighters that they rock a, a, a eight-pack even when they're not contractual to fight. Right? That would be a hell of a... I, I, I'll be so proud of the Charlo brothers because, of course, man, just, just to get the fight, it's big, right? It's big. I, I want to see Charlo and the Beast Andre because I think they have a, 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 a you know, the, can you imagine the promotion? The way it would be scripted, the way they'd be going back and forth. It would be like Jamel Charlo and Tony Harrison going at it. Yeah? I want to be entertained, man. It's a lot, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of animosity between these guys. But I do believe he does got a, 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 a chance, but not like a, but Canelo Alvarez. I got Canelo Alvarez winning. But because not only the skills, but the momentum of Canelo Alvarez. I don't feel like Jamal Charlo got that, that momentum to beat this Canelo Alvarez. This Canelo Alvarez is, the, is, is at his peak right now. At his peak. Right now, Canelo Alvarez is invincible. He's in that invincible mode. And I don't think that Jamal Charlo is there. If he would have beat another great fighter, undefeated fighter, like a boo-boo, like a the Triple G, not that he's not undefeated, but he would have beat him worse. Because a lot of people are talking about Sergey Devichenko. I'm tired of that. Stop talking about, stop, talk, stop, stop, stop coming up to me with Sergey Devichenko. Stop, please, please, y'all. Stop the BS. Stop saying, yo, but Sergey Devichenko, but boo-boo, he-he-he, Sergey Devichenko, but Devichenko, but Danny Jacobs had a trouble with Sergey Devichenko. Sergey Devichenko ain't done shit. <laughs> Shout out to Sergey Devichenko, man. But damn it, he ain't win nothing. He ain't never was world champion. Why are you always bringing this Sergey Devichenko shit to my face, man? <laughs> he ain't win nothing. He just competed like Samuel Vargas in the welterweight division. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? <Hey>. Anyway. <laughs> You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Uh, I gotta tell y'all, folks. You know what's funny when people be like, like when, when Boo Andre wanted to fight, right? Because I would like to see a fight. I would like to see a, a Canelo Alvarez and, and, and Boo Andre. I would like to see that fight. You know what I'm saying? Just like a lot of people want to see Charlo and, and, and Canelo. I'm gonna see Canelo Alvarez. <laughs> Did I say Boo Andre versus the Beast? The Beast Andre versus Canelo Alvarez, right? People always be like, but yo, but punch. What happened in 154 when he didn't fight Jamal Charlo? 
What what he pulled out from the Jamel Charlo fight? What about that punch? What about the Lara fight, huh? What about the Circuit of Evichenko fight? Why he didn't fight Ando? And, people, and, and it makes me think, like, what, what you trying to say? Oh, because what happened in 154? He can't get a unification bout or can't get a great fight in 160? Like, everybody's always pissed off at what Demetrius Andre did in 154, like, six seven, six, seven years ago. Like, my man, chill. I mean, he's in another, like, because he pulled out of the Jamel Charlo fight. Yeah, yeah, that was effed up because he went to training camp and things of that nature. That's effed up. I understand. But that means that just because what he did back then, he don't get nothing now. I mean, if you pulled, how about you? How about you? Yeah, I'm talking about you, you who's listening right now. How about you if you would have pulled out of a chick? You know what I'm saying? You out there sexing up for playing about to, you about to put it in. And we y'all, yo, diggy ling, diggy ling, diggy ling. You putting it in right, and you, you in the mall. Oh, oh my God. Shit. Are you going to come? Oh. Stay it. And then you're like, nah, I gotta pull out shit. I don't, I, I don't got no rubber. I don't got no rubber. Nah, you're about to come. <sighs> oh, God. Oh, oh you lie. Save me. I love you. I love you. I love you too. I want to have a baby with you. What? What? And you're about to come. And you're about to come. And you pull out. And you pulled out, right? You don't got no kids because you pulled out. You did what was right for you. Huh? You pulled out of the pussy. You pulled out, right? You ain't got no kids. Let's say another chick wanted to do something with you. Be like, nah, I don't want to do nothing with you right now. Some bad show. Nah, I don't want to do nothing with you. Some other good chicks. Some other eye chicks that want to do something with you. Nah, nah, you, nah, nah, nah. I want to stay, uh, I, I, I want to stay celibate for a while. Does that mean because you pulled out of this chick six, five, seven years ago? And now today, you want to find your wife, and you want to have kids. What you going to tell me? What you going to tell that dude? Oh, nah, man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get no more pussy. You shouldn't even want to have no kids. You know why? Because five, six, seven years ago, you pulled out that chick. You could have had, I mean, you could have had children. Oh, but now you want children now. Nah, nah, nah. You pulled out of that chick's punani. You, you ain't, you ain't, you pulled out of that chick's Fijiji juice. Nah, you took your straw out the cup. You took the straw out the cup. You shouldn't have no kids now. Nah. Oh, you want wifey now. Nah, that chick was good. She could have been your wife back then. But nah, you should stay single and you should stay alone. <laughs> that's the way I see it, folks. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way. That's the way I hear shit. <laughs> if you pulled out of a punani and the Gigi juice, you put up a straw out of your Gigi juice. <laughs> If you pulled your straw out the Vajiji juice, huh? It's five, seven years ago. And you ain't had no kids five, seven years ago. You was looking out for your best interest. You wasn't ready. Right? And now you're ready to have a wife and kids. Nah, you shouldn't have it. You know why? Because you pulled out. And then you told this other girl that wanted to do something with you. And you'd be like, you ain't want to do nothing with her. And another, another beautiful chick. And now you ain't want to do nothing with her. So you should stay alone. You shouldn't have no kids. You should stay single for the rest of your life. That's the way I see it with, with, with Boo Boo. Yo, but he pulled out of Jamal Charlo. So that doesn't mean that he could get a uh, Jamal Charlo fight in, in 160. That doesn't mean he could get a Triple G fight. That doesn't mean that he could get a guy Canelo Alvarez to become undisputed in 160. Oh, no. Huh? Speak to me. Talk to me. <laughs> Y'all going to be like, yo, this guy's crazy punch. What kind of analogy are you, you, you pulling out?
I ain't never thought of that. Yo, punch, that shit is true. <laughs> hey, yo, don't be using my analogy out there, y'all. <laughs> he said, man, he pulled the straw out the Vijiji juice. Five, six, yeah, I get it. You got a point, punch. You got a point. So why y'all holding this guy on some... Why, why, why y'all holding that shit over his head that he pulled out in 154? That he ain't want to fight Lara. He ain't want to fight... Uh, um, Sergei Devichinko. <laughs> stop bringing Sergei Devichinko, man. But stop, man. He's a precision. He got a WBO middleweight champion. He's a middleweight champion, WBO. He got the... the, the He's in a position to get a fight with Triple G. He's in a position to get a Charlo fight. Why not everybody calling that for those fights? Because, look, if you don't call for those fights, and then these guys calling out for Canelo, and y'all say that Canelo Alvarez shouldn't fight them, then what the fuck you want these guys to do? You don't want, you don't want the reason Andre to get Canelo. You don't care. You, you don't, you don't, you not on, you, I mean, you, you don't support that he's going after Charlo or Triple G. You I want to bring the 154 because of that. Then what the fuck you want me to do? Just retire? What, what, what do y'all want, fans? Come on, man. Y'all, y'all got to... Come on, man. All hands on deck, man. We got we to gotta sound the same, y'all. <laughs> we got to know what we want, fans. But I believe the Canelo Alvarez, man, he's done so much that, in my opinion, man, there's no pressure to fight nobody, man. He's void of the frustration of the boxing fans, the real hardcore boxing fans, because the man is fourth division. Well, he, could, he could retire right now. He's a first battle Hall of Famer. We can't say the same for the rest of the guys. So enhance your legacy because if you just wait, 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 wait. These guys in their mid-30s, man. They 33. They 33 years old. They 33, 30. And look at, look at the welterweight division when, when we're talking about these fighters, like uh, the fight that y'all want that everybody want to see. The Earl Spence and Buck Crawford. Buck Crawford is 34 years old. This year he's going to be 35, man. Forget about that, man. I'm worrying about the young dudes now. You know? I mean, this is 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 getting out there prime, even though that he's stopping everybody in the welterweight division, that every anybody they put in front of him. But that's it, man. It's not it's not going to be in the peak of that athleticism. It's not yeah, thirty five. Yeah, yeah. How old was Canelo Alvarez when he retired? I mean, I mean, go Cotto, thirty six. People thought that it was going to be old for for Earl Spencer fight Cotto. Remember? When they went to Earl Spence, go to board promotion, wanted to sign Earl Spence to fight Cotto, but then he fought Salim Ali or whatever. I don't know, y'all. But I want to know what these guys are going to do if Canelo don't pick them. What they're going to do? With Canelo Alvarez, I don't want that to happen, man, because now it's, it's, it's like three divisions on hold for the what if. So let's put our frustration in the right, in, in, in the, in the, right, the right lane. Stop wasting time with dumb frustration. I ain't going to buy the pay-per-view. If you don't want to buy for the pay-per-view, don't, don't buy the pay-per-view, all right? Don't buy it. But don't, don't go after anybody else that just want to buy the pay-per-view because they, they want to see their favorite fighter. It's capitalism, y'all. It's capitalism. But y'all already know, man, subscribe. Follow, share this episode, share the, the Smelling Salt podcast, yo. Thank you for tuning in, man. I hope y'all li- love listening in. Um, also, subscribe subscribe to, to the website, punchrunboxing.net. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Punch Run Boxing. And if y'all want to follow me on social media platform, on Twitter, Mr. Moonshine10. 
Mr. Moonshine Tan on the IG, Punch Drunk underscore Boxing. Let's go. Love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.